0: full-service financial planning service company. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back another week on my show. I can't believe we're approaching one year on Biz Radio Asheville. So as always, I'd like to thank Matt Matan, who is my mentor and the creator of the show, and I will also like to thank all the listeners for downloading the podcast and listening and allowing us to reach more streaming platforms. So let's jump right into today's show. I'm very excited to have one of my newest accounting clients. She is the executive director for an amazing nonprofit called Sisters Caring for Sisters, whose vision is to eradicate disparities in maternal and infant mortalities by providing education and doula services to families who face financial barriers and stigmas by building sustainable community capacity and connections. This guest is also a certified birth doula, a certified breastfeeding peer counselor and a Lamaze trained Childbirth educator and a certified peer support specialist for mothers with substance use disorders. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce today's guest, Ms. Cindy McMillan. Welcome to the show, Cindy.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: That's a pretty loaded uh, resume that you got there, and I didn't even touch the surface. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cindy, we always start the show by telling the listeners a little bit about you. You know, where are you from? How you made it here to Western North Carolina, because I know a lot of people aren't from this area. And how did you find yourself being the executive director for SC4S, which Sisters Caring for Sisters in Western North
1: Carolina? Okay, well, I was originally born and half-raised, I say half-raised, in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Shy town Chi-town. Chi-town. And then my my family and my mom moved us out of Chicago to Florida, so I'm um, via Florida to Asheville. Like um, a lot of people, yeah. I came here. I moved to Asheville in um, 2012. Um, my kids came to visit my sister-in-law, and they fell in love with the mountains. And at oh. the time, I was I had just um finished school not too long ago for audio engineering. So I was doing music. And so when I came here I was like, oh this this would be a good creative outlet to Uh be inspired to make some really good music. And um well, that didn't (laughs) so well
0: But that's OK. You know, sometimes it takes different circumstances. It was the same for me, Cindy. I took a job up here that I hate it. Um, I didn't realize I was going to hate it. But if it wasn't for that,
1: I would have never become an entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, I think it was great benefits for the, this, this shift. Mm hmm. But at the same time, like, I, I just knew I was going to be the one of the first female composers with classical music and my own little spin. And it was just, you know, I was head set on it. And that's not how life um, guided me. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I did not know that about you. We're going to talk more about that <laughs> at another time. But tell us then, how did you find yourself as a doula and starting um, this amazing nonprofit?
1: Well, in 2015, around 15, 16, um, my sister-in-law, she invited me. She had been meeting with community partners in Pisgah v Apartments. Um, they were, you know, kind of just meeting up on a weekly basis at the picnic table. And I was dealing with some, you know, traumatic life Issues of my own, and she was like, "You know, you should come and just, you know, sit with us and talk with us." And so I did because I had when I first moved here, I had I was really doing outreach with volunteer work in the community, Mm -hmm. and I kind of got discouraged from some things that I was noticing. Yeah. So when she asked me to the table, I was kind of hesitant, and and then I finally went, and when I went. The partners that were sitting there, they we were so different. They were just really interested in what we had to say, really wanted to know about our lives and where we've been. And it was no pressure. They weren't trying to sell us anything or like trying to get us to do anything. Uh huh. Um, and so they kind of invited us to hear Dr. Arthur James speak about the infant mortality and maternal mortality for women of color. And we went and we heard him speak. And after we heard him speak, it like sent off a trigger for us because oh. each one of us had had some form of maternal uh, trauma I guess you could say like yeah for myself you know I had lost a son after childbirth I almost died after childbirth oh my but gosh my I have four children and um at the time the three that I had prior to my last one they was just awful you know it, the like the things that I experienced oh. um, it it made me so fearful of having children mm-hmm. and I'm listening to him speak in, about how women of color had been facing these challenges for so long and we were still facing those challenges, it was... Um Kind of upset us. We, we was really upset, and we was like, "What can we do?" We didn't know. We was just like, "What can we do to stop this?" Right. We had they invited Kama Kama Wardak to the table. um We didn't know who Kama was or what she did, but she was like, "I have a skill, I'm willing to teach you guys if you're willing to learn." And we was like, "What's this skill?" And she's like, "A doula." And we we're all looking around like, "What is a doula?" "What's a doula?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we agreed after she, you know, told us a little bit about what a doula does and her role, the role within the healthcare system and with the role with the mom or family. We took the first ever doula training in Pisgah View Apartments in November 2016.
0: And, and, and Cindy, for those that are listening, can you explain what is a doula versus a midwife versus a,
1: a doctor that delivers babies? Oh uh, Yeah, sure. A doula is a, a birth support person. Well, they support moms before, during, and after labor. And we also do advocacy. We do preservation of the memories. We provide a mom with comfort measures during labor. We help disseminate information so mom can make informed choice about her body and procedures that she can like actually know about before mm-hmm. actually entering into that room. Um, we all remember being um, given birth and things was just happening to us. We didn't have a say. We just thought this was the uh-huh. protocol, the norm. Uh-huh. So we, we provide evidence-based information. It's not our opinion. It's what the evidence states. And uh-huh. they make their own choice in that delivery room And we stand by their side to help support and advocacy for those for those things.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. So and then also for those that aren't familiar with Pisgah View Apartments, what area is this in, you know, in Asheville? Because I think a lot of times people stereotype different areas. And this was a beautiful thing that was birthed out of this
1: area. Um, it's in West astro mm-hmm. it's what it's like right across the street from carrier park. Mm-hmm. It's not it's one of those places that most people will overlook mm-hmm. they're terrified to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's a beautiful neighborhood. The the individuals that live there, the hearts are so big. And and like I said, it's it's a stigmatized neighborhood in my eyes. Because when I moved here, that's exactly where I moved. Wow. And so tell us, how
0: did Sisters Care for Sisters come about? You guys took this class, you gained this knowledge, which I'm sure was just like a breath of fresh air, but probably a little overwhelming because it's all this stuff. Like you said, you already had numerous children, and you didn't know a lot of this stuff, so I'm sure you just wanted to share this
1: with everybody. So how did SC4S start coming about? So right after the training, it was eight of us that took the training mm-hmm. and immediately four of us latched on together and developed Sisters Care for Sisters. Like we we literally came out of that training so fired up. We're yes. We started supporting moms. We weren't getting no type of compensation. We were just, any pregnant mom, we were here and we were just out here supporting moms and families. And we started holding meetings in Hillcrest departments and trying to formulate a plan with those same community partners on how we can move forward in developing Sisters Camp for Sisters. We named it right away. It was, like, organically named. Wow. Um, It means so much, you know, Sisters Camp for Sisters. Like, we really Mm -hmm. developed a sisterhood um, within ourselves. And... Oh, our aim was to su- have that same sisterhood within our community to support no matter what. It was like, no matter what, you know, our sisters, you know, you can get along one minute, you don't the next, but it's <laughs> yes. <just> back.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and I love that it's sisters, well, you know, with, a, with an A yes. versus an ER. And so I know from, you know, doing the accounting for you guys that your first fiscal year is what we're in right now, starting July 1, but I know that you guys were affiliated with Mayhek and you were doing things for a while. So what type of programming and services do you guys provide? Because I feel like you guys are very unique. I mean, I shared with Cindy that I had a doula also when I gave birth to my son seven years ago, but my doula was through the hospital and that person was really just there for me maybe a month or two before I gave birth, kind of just checking in. And she was amazing the day of to help me birth my child naturally. And she checked in, but I was blown away about all the great programming
1: and services that you guys provide so please share that to the listeners oh yeah so we actually may have welcomed us into their space back in 2017 they offered us office space to help support our forward moving progress with the encouragement of those same partners you know we have our partners our community partners really uplifted us in so many ways we knew that we just didn't want to be in and out of our moms' lives. Uh So we developed a model where, and it was all organically, seriously, where we met our moms where they were. If our moms contacted us or we contacted them we may met them on the street and be like hey we offer doula services and explain what a doula was and they could be 11 weeks they just found out 20 weeks we walk with them through the whole pregnancy and wow. beyond and to this day we still keep in contact with moms and families like i still have i'm watching um, some of the moms I supported their their kids grew up three years later you know Aww. getting invited to baby showers you know um it's not just a check-in and you call it's two or three o'clock in the morning phone calls and we all sleep with our phones next to us so we've adapted that our phones is our right on our pillows um completely accessible um you just never know. Really what someone's going through, the challenges just in life in general, and then you compound it with pregnancy. So we we we're not just your doula. We try to build a strong connection and bond um, where even now some of the doulas on our team were former clients.
0: Oh. That says a lot. And I know from just looking at the financials, you guys provide housing, yeah. you know, you provide financial support, um, of course, paying things directly. And that's why it's so important um, for you guys to you know, receive these donations, receive grants. So let's talk a, a little bit about that. You know, how for you know, finance? Because like you said, you're kind of on call. I mean, last week we were planning on recording and you said, Veronica, I have a client and she's going to be delivering. And of course I'm like, of course we can reschedule. And I just love the dedication that you guys have, but I'm sure it takes a a toll, but it also, it takes money. So how are you guys able to, you know, finance all of these amazing programs and services?
1: Um, Well, a lot of our funding has been grant funding, not Always a sustainable um, source Do get donations. We are in the development of a beautiful housing community for women that are pregnant, that are, are in the, either homeless or facing homelessness. And this development was designed by community. We actually held community-focused groups. We have a mother-to-mother where we started. Um, our mother-to-mother group is still up and going in Pisgah So we get the insight from community, what they need is not always focused on what we see. Because we miss things. Everybody misses something. Uh-huh. But it's the things that they see and what they were like in community. So we're in, in the process of fully engaging and developing a, co- a community space where our moms can live for one to three years with a complete uplift and support, where they don't have to revert back to public housing, where they can have options to home ownership or having their housing needs met, where it's not in a public housing space. Um, that is not always the safe space. That's not always where you envision yourself to be with your family. And we get it. Uh Um, This space will support with behavioral health services, um, credit repair, um, childcare. SC4S is focused on, since we started, starting a labor support center so that our moms could actually come to this center. And it's like really laid out where they can labor And then get them right to the point of going to the hospital and then that's when they go deliver. So they don't have to spend so much time in that hospital space where usually harm and trauma is created.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I feel like they just are rushing you, you know, like you're just a number like, okay, hurry up and have this baby or we're going to cut the baby out of you. It sounds graphic, but that's basically what a lot of doctors are in business to do. And, you know, Cindy, this is just outstanding. I mean, is this the first of its kind? Is this something that you guys are kind of in the forefront? I mean, I've never heard anything like this to have a laboring center and have housing for mothers. I mean, this is outstanding.
1: Um, well, we've we've done research and it's nothing of the kind that we're um seeking to develop. And, you know, like I said, funding has been really challenging to get backers to really see the vision. Uh-huh and understand the importance of it. I mean, this is something that we're hoping can be modeled throughout the state yes. and in other areas, because when you think about Black women and maternal health and the trauma and the harm that's been caused in labor and delivery, we see so many of our moms thrive when they're able to labor with us and work with us before going to the hospital space. It's like something in the hospital space and, and sometimes, you know, I would never knock the hospital space, but it's, it, it's just a different environment when you talking about labor and birth you want to be somewhere where you're comfortable where you can let your body do what it naturally needs to do and then when you get to that point then we go over to it's less time the benefits um of having a doula has been proven data-wise by itself you know we we reduce cesarean rates um lower epgar scores our moms have 40 percent um 40 minutes probably faster labors Uh less medical interventions um yeah especially when she gets to really engage with her doula and spend that time with her doula because she she builds trust and we have comfort measures we we have pain management skills through massage through through positioning that that Moms find comforting way more than just going into a hospital and getting an epidural and mm-hmm. Medicine and it's 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 not always the ideal to be in that hospital space to give birth.
0: Oh, I I absolutely agree. I mean, I shared with you. I just feel like it's so silly that we have to lay on our back in stirrups (laughs) to give birth. When really the best position is you squatting. You know, like you stand and moving around. But we've just, you know, I feel like people that aren't giving birth changed how we should give birth. So it's. It's so um, a breath of fresh air that you guys are starting this. And I'm so proud to be in Western North Carolina. I'm so proud to be your accountant. And Cindy, just like that, we're getting to the end of the show. So I really want you to plug, how can folks become a doula? How can they support SC4S? Plug the website, any programming, any events that you have going on. I know you've had speakers and different things before. Please let the listeners know how we can support Sisters Caring for Sisters.
1: Oh, sure. Um, Well, we have the website at sisterscaringforsisters.org. Donate, donate. We have a donation (laughs) button there. Um, You can always reach out to me, myself, at Cindy at sisterscampassisters.org um if you would like to join the board we're looking for new board members yes that is um focused on fundraising or um have ideas about moving forward with our housing project. and you know and one big thing is you know united states we are so advanced and we have some of the worst birth outcomes ever yes we do so, you know we look for m- more advocates more platforms for us to speak about this 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 disparity for women of color uh-huh. you know we are planning to throw a conference this year the first ever community based doula conference so oh, so like i'm going to plug that out there too so if anyone would like to participate and be a part of planning this is going to be huge for the state and we're looking to really uplift community based doula work and show how doulas in our community, especially community based doulas, can be a benefit for health providers, for hospitals, giving us the access to do what we have to do. You know, it it'll help transform Medicaid transformation. And uh-huh. It'll help us make a living wage, you know, support your local doula. Uh-huh. You know, this this work is not easy for us and to do it for For almost nothing, it's the love of it. But we all have families to feed. I'm a single mom myself, and um, I make it, but this is love. This comes from love, and all the community-based doulas that I know, they do it from that same place. Well, Cindy, I just want to
0: thank you. On behalf of the community, because what you're doing is just from God, you know. Like I just think that it's a gift. I think it takes a lot of sacrifice. I know you're going to save a lot of lives. You're going to save and make a difference in generations to come. And I just thank you for. I know there's days that we've had meetings and you're like, I haven't slept, and I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> like, <you've> been... <laughs> and I just, I know it's nice to get that monetary compensation, but I just want you to know you know, from the bottom of my heart that I see what you're doing and I know a lot of other people see what you're doing and they're going to continue seeing what you're doing. So thank you so much for making time in your busy schedule to share this. And we're definitely going to get the word out so we can support Sisters Caring for Sisters.
1: Yeah. And if you're looking to become a doula, community based doula, please reach out. We're, we're accepting. We have a paid mentoring program. So we mentor you up under SC4S and bring you right up under our wing and join the sisterhood to support our community. Awesome. To- either.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Cindy. So again, I just want to thank the listeners for listening to this show. And you can always listen at 4.30pm on Fridays on Biz Radio Asheville. And you can check us out on bizradioashville.com. Thank you again, Cindy.
1: Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events and more.